New York City, I think, is as close as you get to the truest melting pot in America, right?、Mm-hmm. And why? Because we're all on the island.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keanu Reeves takes the subway. It's faster than a car. You gotta move out of the way when it's time to get off the subway. You gotta kind of chill out if someone bumps into you. Hi, everyone. I'm Mark, and I am the host and creator of the Island Travel podcast. And that was artist and documentary filmmaker Matthew Taylor talking about his experience from walking every single street of the island of Manhattan. As many of you know, Manhattan is the most iconic of the five boroughs of New York City, and it is also an island. And in this episode, Matthew talked about how an island. Affects Manhattan and some of the cool places that he saw walking every single street. Enjoy. Matthew Taylor, you know a lot of your career I think has been focused on making documentaries. You did Marcel Duchamp, The Art of the Possible, right? Yes, sir. And people can find that on Amazon Prime and、uh, a number of other places as well, right? Yes, sir. Great, and also、um, you've done a number of other documentaries. Where's kind of the best way they can, you know, see your stuff? Yeah, so you know, I've done for over, geez, twenty years or so. I went to art school. I'm a sculptor and art historian by training. Did a lot of fashion work. I did music videos. A lot of that work is、uh, on my Instagram.、I、have a, a website, MatthewTaylorCreative.com. Uh, where a lot of that material also exists, and you know, I'm doing a documentary right now on the man who invented aerobics. Duchamp is the the latest piece to release、um, that came out March 10th, and it's been in Europe for actually over a year. And it's excellent. I, I mean, I, I saw it. And I just thought it was so like motivational and just full of ideas. And so,、um, talking about islands,、um, the whole theme of this podcast is:、um, I, I think islands are ideal places to travel to. They're condensed. They're surrounded by a lot of water, and you know they're kind of easy to get around. And just by that nature, they're they're just great places to visit. And so. You you've lived in、uh, Manhattan for a number of years,、um, and a lot of people go to Manhattan. How how would be the better way to, for people to see it? Yeah, well, you know, it's it's interesting because Manhattan's always a tough thing to talk about because it's it's an iconic city. It's a location that you see in movies. It's where the where friends live. It's where you know SVU happens, and so. New York City may be one of the most covered by entertainment and news cities, probably in the world.、Um, it's more than Washington D.C. It's more than you know London. It's 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 a it's a place, the crossroads. But the irony of it is that when people come to New York, they go to like three places, or they go do Times Square, and they go see the Statue of Liberty. And and here's the kind of funny thing, right? New York City. Is a is actually is a large area,、um, but but Manhattan, the borough of Manhattan, is actually not very big at all. It's only fourteen、mm. miles tall, and it's、mm-hmm. at its widest point two miles wide,、mm. right? And so if you figure that from the you know I live in the financial district, so I live at the very bottom of the island. I can see the Statue of Liberty, and by extension, I can see the Atlantic Ocean. And so, 14 miles north of here is the end of the island, and then you go into the Bronx. But what people know as New York City is is just Manhattan, and then what people know as as Manhattan is really just below 60th Street and parts of Central Park.、Mm. 
-hmm. right? And if you think about it, if you're on 60th Street and there's almost 200 and something blocks in Manhattan, you're not even a third of the way up the island. So my wife and I, a number of years ago, decided to walk every street in Manhattan, right? Because, you know, you go to, again, you go to Times Square, you go to, you go to the, the Little Italy, Chinatown, blah, 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 Lower East Side. These are all these little neighborhoods. But you're really kind of in a very, very tiny area. And you, you don't feel the tininess of it. You don't feel the tininess of Manhattan because mm-hmm. you're surrounded by tall buildings and you can't actually see. It feels very, oh, there's unlimited space. But there really is not. And so what you discover when you walk every street in Manhattan is you actually discover – that a lot of Manhattan is actually completely empty, right? Like there's whole sections of the city that are not crowded, that are not full of people, that are just neighborhoods like any other neighborhood. So you go to Times Square, there's a million people there because that's where they all went. Um, But they're not going off, you know, the beaten paths. And a lot of people in New York City, they'll take subways and things like that. Or, you know, they go from point A to point B. So if they go up Fifth Avenue, you know, and they don't walk over on Sixth Avenue, Mm -hmm. um, they're missing an experience of Sixth Avenue because Fifth Avenue is faster. You know, people are going to where they're going. So there's there's a whole lot of really weird things to see in Manhattan, and it changes like massively as you move from place to place. So as you go further north, more people own cars, right? Yeah. So you go into Harlem, you go beyond Harlem and Washington Heights, and you go to the top. People drive, and yeah. you know people say, "Oh, nobody drives in New York." Well, clearly someone drives because it's full of traffic. And <laughs> yeah. So, but you never, if you're if you're in Midtown or you're in Lower Manhattan, you probably don't own a car because it's too expensive to house a car, or you don't have a place to put a car. So, so there's all of these kinds of perceptions you get of the city because most people come here maybe for the maximum of a week, uh, and they run from place to place to see all this stuff. Well, let's break that apart. Um, so th- that's really awesome. You know, you and your wife uh, went about this whole uh, project, I guess, for over the past few years to kind of see all this stuff. H- how did you break it down? You know, did you just kind of work your way up street by street? And I guess if you're someone kind of visiting New York, maybe for a, like a layover, or you have like an extra day or maybe like an extra afternoon, you know, how would you break it down and what's a way you can do that? Is it- if I had to do it again, we actually started from the bottom and worked our way up. I actually wish mm-hmm. I worked. I actually okay. wish I did the top and worked my way down, because um, by the time One. you get far enough north, it's an hour subway ride by subway on an express train to get to the top of the island. You know, but the thing is, is what there are ten thousand monuments and things to see in the city. Right? There's all sorts of like weird stuff, and so for example, you can go to the cloisters, which is way, 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 way up. You could go yeah. see uh, Grant's tomb. You could. There's all these. There's all these things that are not Times Square. Um, and sometimes they take a little effort to get to. Uh, for example, if you decide to take a bike, and if you bike on the west side of Manhattan, it's very different than the east side of Manhattan. It's more developed. Um, it's a promenade that they, they reconstructed, whereas the east side is very industrial, um, very narrow paths, if you even want to call them paths. And half the time, you can't even bike. You have to go into the interior of the city. Manhattan, especially the northern part, is covered in trees, uh, tons and tons and tons of trees. People go and they, they see – they come to New York City like looking for law and order and friends. But like there's yeah. this whole – like there are trees. What you can do is 
is there are websites that have consolidated literally thousands and thousands of weird little things that um, have basically accumulated in the city over over what is in some instances centuries. Um, and then you can just go explore a neighborhood. You can go to Washington Heights and walk around and see a, it will feel like a completely different city. And you'll come back being like, yeah, it's not as crowded. The people are entirely different. Um, and it's, it's just an entirely different culture, uh, especially the further you go north uh, above, say, 125th Street. Are, are there some websites that have lists kind of assorted with like, hey, I want to see some Revolutionary War sites in, in Manhattan? Yeah. Well, you know, we, we, we blunt forced it. We, we, we just <laughs> would walk and crisscross. Um, and it was – and look, it's, it was not an easy task. It was – it's 540 uh, miles of sidewalk. Um, wow. But it's, what's really interesting is like, for example, Hamilton's house is I think uh, roughly in the, in the 150s, right? And, yeah. and his house was in one location and then they moved it, right? So you have Hamilton's house, which you can go into and there's like, you know, it's a museum. Um, and then you you have all these skyscrapers and buildings around it. Or you can go, let's say, in the 140s over on the east side, and there is the oldest manor in the city. And this is where George Washington set up his shop because it was the highest point where he could see down the river. And it is also a museum. And it's weird because you're in you're in the gritty city. You walk down this pathway, and all of a sudden you're in this opening with this with this house from from the 18th century you know mm. and, and it overlooks the river because that's why they picked it and it's near this extremely bizarre neighborhood that has all of these houses that are mirrored or as you look down the street and why did they build them that way well who knows right <laughs> and you'll find these things you'll find these weird parks and these weird structures and you'll come back from wherever you came from, or you, look, it's not even that you have to visit from another place. If you live here, it's just as weird. You know, it's even weirder if you live here. You know, it's- I don't know how many people have done what you've done. I don't think it's a lot of people that have done this. Um, were there a couple areas that you particularly, or parts of the island that you uh, particularly recommend, or you just enjoyed? You know, every time you've gone there. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because a lot of my expectations were subverted. For example, I expected the Upper East Side to be boring and the Upper West Side to be interesting. Mm-hmm. And I actually found the opposite. I actually found I actually <laughs> found the Upper East Side actually more interesting than the Upper West Side because the Upper West Side is more residential. Um, mm-hmm. I also found that I enjoyed Washington Heights. I enjoyed the Cloisters. Um, any, you know, anything above Dykeman street was really interesting. In fact, there was a wonderful Mexican food restaurant. We went to two days in a row, uh, because we were walking that section up there and you just found it was, it was, a it was interesting because when we were there, it was the, the dead of summer. It's like a, it's like 95 degrees and everybody in the neighborhood, uh, was doing car washes. So, cause everybody owns cars, they'd pull a van up, they'd, plug into the to the fire hydrant and they wash people's cars and that is that's the culture up there and you found that there was a there's the organic nature that made new york city so wonderful uh in the early parts of the century uh, are maintained in these neighborhoods so what you get to see is you get to see a neighborhood it's not fabricated the developers aren't there yet 
you just get to see a neighborhood where people live and this is kind of their culture. Uh, whereas the lower parts of the city, you know, in the village and places like that are being pulverized by, by developers and they're throwing up big glass boxes all over the place. Um, Lower East Side is completely changed. Uh, even since I've been here, my whole neighborhood, the financial district has changed. I mean, I live near the World Trade Center, so it was bound to change. Because, look, you have to remember that pre-93, 94, 95, mm-hmm. you know, these were dangerous parts of the city. And so they were generally – You mean like the east side or, or – Well, no, I'm talking north. I'm talking Harlem, oh, okay. East Harlem, places like that. These yeah. were these were places that were dangerous. And so um, – now they're they're not dangerous, and a lot of it's interesting because a lot of the architecture and buildings and homes and things like that um, are still intact, as are as is the culture. And so it's really kind of nice when you're walking through, you know, on 125th Street, and there's all the people out on the street selling things, and it's it feels um, natural, feels like it's New York City, like a like a New York from you know I my, I, I spent time in the city as a child. So it feels like that kind of city, um, whereas the lower part of the, of the city is, is definitely more, you know, what you see on television. It's like you can have a nice day, go get something to eat and walk through one of our many, many, many parks um, and say, wow, New York City is actually a really pleasant place to be. Kind of going on that, too, is one common myth I think people have is New York needs to cost a lot of money to do things. But um, if you're visiting and you just spend a day walking around, you can have a great time and spend almost nothing, actually. So, Oh, abs- absolutely. Look, I mean, my favorite thing to do here is to walk around. Take a street you haven't walked down before. You know, if you, if you go down Fifth Avenue or you go down, you know, 21st Street, go down 23rd Street. Just walk that street to get to where you're going and you'll find something new or different. And then take take a time to, to look around because there's always, you know, I was in a, I rented a car yesterday and I drove by a building on 57th Street that while I had walked by it because I was on one side of the street, now that I was driving, I could actually see it. You know, if you, if you walk the High Line in 2014, mm-hmm. um, now Hudson Yards is open. And so half the buildings that were there have been pulverized and replaced with new buildings. So the scenery has changed. Um, and so nothing is really set in stone here. Uh, it, it changes more rapidly than people realize. You know, the Lower East Side is completely changed, which is one of my personal favorite neighborhoods in the entire city. You know, I love the Lower East Side. I think it's one of the last bastions of old New York in the in the lower part of Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and kind of wrapping up here with the last couple of questions here. Um, I mean, that's a great summary. Um, anything that just made you laugh, you know, when you were going through it, like, like that came across that just made you laugh? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. It's um, there was one thing that actually kind of stuck out um, in certain neighborhoods. There was more dog poop on the ground it's, it's kind of a weird thing but it's like you know down it's it's a you it's just weird which neighborhoods had more dogs i just noticed that there were certain areas that were you had to watch where you walked um yeah. more often so that well, that's something I guess, that comes to mind as an artist i assume you're going through a lot of these things a lot of times you're taking photography right mm-hmm. um yeah. but sometimes you're not and i'm just kind of curious about just, just maybe a few thoughts on the perception of how what if you see things differently when you're trying to like take pictures versus if you're just walking through just trying to like enjoy the moment and you know just kind of observe without taking any pictures or anything 
Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting because as a filmmaker, when I have a camera, it's work, right? Yeah. And so one of the interesting things about this experience is I didn't bring – like I didn't bring a digital SLR with me. Um, I mm-hmm. primarily stuck to my iPhone. Um, and the things that I, you know, for example, there's this weird statue and I, and I think it's in the hundred and maybe the 140s. And it's like, it's like a horned man. He looks like the devil and he's like, it's like a statue and he's like looking at a mermaid in a ball. And I'm like, huh. what? And yeah, it was just like the weirdest thing. But the thing is, there was more than one of them. You know? wow. So, so, you know, you see something like that and you take, you take a picture, you take a couple pictures. And so basically, you know, where, whereas I think I was looking for those things, you know, those yeah. kinds of things, the weird, but for example, another thing I noticed is that this, this city is full of churches. I mean, yeah. just church after church. And there's so many churches and cathedrals. There's a gigantic cathedral up in the one fifties. I mean, it is enormous. It, it puts St. Patty's to shame. You know, it is mm. huge. And you, and you realize like, wow, a lot of people have been doing a lot of things for, for a couple hundred years to put this city together. And the city grew organically, and that's kind of where you get the interesting things. When you see a church like that butted up next to a tenement, butted up next to, like, who knows, a weird goat statue, you know? And so yeah. that's, that's New York. It's, it's a, it's a yeah. very, very kind of, like, mishmash of things and eras. And when you see them together, you know, that's why this place is unique. Mm-hmm. Um, last question, kind of to wrap up all this. Um, I mean, I really like how you paint in the picture here, and it just makes me want to go walk out around Manhattan oh, all day. Good, man. It's but, so much um, fun. <laughs> um, I guess, how does, you know, being an island, I mean, a lot of people forget that Manhattan is an island. And how does being an island affect, you know, how in ways that maybe people can overlook? Because obviously, you know, that did facilitate a lot of commerce early on. And that's why Manhattan became, you know, this great business center it is. But yeah, some other thoughts of walking all over the place, how you think the island atmosphere kind of changed ways that maybe people overlook? You know, I lived in the Midwest, right? I lived in St. Louis. And to me, there are different kinds of islands, right? To me, St. Louis was an island as well, because once you left the borders, you had nothing for five hours in all directions. And so Midwestern cities are islands as well, right? So what happens with the island is it changes the mentality of the inhabitants because you are all on the island together, right? Mm. There's rich people, poor people, there's people of all different races and, and, you know, and New York City, I think, is as close as you get to the truest melting pot in America. Right. Mm -hmm. And why? Because we're all on the Island. Mm -hmm. And so, so it's, it's, you know, there's nothing easy here. Like you want to go pick something up. It's a chore, right? Cause you don't have a car or you have a bike. Your grocery stores don't have lots of things in them. If you have a grocery store, everything has to be brought in by trucks. I mean, you don't have, you know, John, you don't have Costco's. I mean, we have more now, but in the past, everything, you, you know, you only get what you need for so long. So it's not like the suburbs. And so I think that with the island mentality of New York City and with people stacked on top of each other in giant skyscrapers, it has brought a certain air of tolerance that I think is kind of unique to this city. Right. Uh, it's harder to, to separate from people. You're always with people. The subway is the great equalizer. Right. You know, Keanu Reeves takes the subway. Right. I see celebrities in the subway because, look, it's faster than a car, you know. And so you have New York City is the great equalizer and you have clearly huge rich to poor gaps 
but you know, everybody's got to take the subway, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? And so I think on the Island, the Island kind of, you know, as it kind of forces everybody to just have to get, get together build an economy there. The hierarchies are different here than, than other places because we're all grouped together so tightly. Um, and so, you know, you gotta, gotta chill out if someone bumps into you, you know, you gotta, you gotta relax. You gotta move out of the way when it's time to get off the subway. You know, these are the rules of the city and everybody basically follows them and, and hence this place functions, you know, and, uh, you can't just get in a car and drive further out and be further out, you know? (laughs) That's a really interesting point because people think of New York as being this massive city. Um, but it really has a lot in common with isolated or secluded island than people really like to think it, it it really does. So, um, thanks a lot, man. This is great. And, um, documentaries and, um, I'm sure people can check out your work more on Instagram or, um, if they search, for Marcel Duchamp, The Art of the Possible, uh, Amazon or wherever. Yeah, Amazon and iTunes.